Welcome back, you guys. There's a lot going on in the world. This is our Dialogues with Dr. Gabriel Cousins, who's here to uh, talk about what's going on in the world now and the tests that humanity is undergoing at the moment. And there, there's a lot of fear, and the question is how to respond to events that seem to threaten the end of life on the planet. And we're going to talk about that in some depth in the time we have. So welcome, Dr. Cousins, and nice to see you again. Okay, good to see you too, Richard. I welcome you all with love. I'm going to do a little prayer, which is about welcoming each other with love. It should be ku kudashabri hu ushinate bi ilo ar imulayhaj amuke bilavke bi dasham b'shem kuzreel kolam amen. So feeling the merging of the heart and mind, feel that oneness. And now, we're going to do a little bit of dancing. I am actually still in New Zealand. Uh, uh, our playing got changed around again. Uh, it's only been five times. so But I think this is going to happen this time. So we do leave uh, tomorrow. Uh, so, uh, my space here is... Um, I'm going to say just the right size for what we need to do. So we're going to do a little dancing um, to up the spiritual joy because this is exactly the purpose and time for this to happen. Uh, is People are feeling scared, hopeless, what to do. Well, get in touch with spiritual joy, which is a bridge to the divine within yourself, is a, is a good way to get started. Meditating is also good. And so we're, after we dance for three minutes, then we'll go into a little meditation to go deeper into the true source of, of who we are. And that brings spiritual joy and it brings love. So we're going to do a little dancing. Wait a second. Okay.
Okay. Now look at my eyes for a little bit, and we're going to go into short meditation. Yo. Yo, slowly come out of meditation. Okay. So, okay. start and. What is going on in the world today, and I mean worldwide, is a sense of <clears throat> subtle terror and foreboding. Uh, gets played out in different ways. We have Alex Jones who just shaved his head and his beard. And uh, because he's so worried about a nuclear uh, holocaust, which really could happen. Uh, and people are rioting and people are doing anti-this and anti-that. Tremendous amount of violence happening. As if a demonic cloud has grasped people. Um, there's a story about a teenager who just slugged his neighbor because he didn't like the way what he was saying. And we just have a lot of, uh, let's say, I won't call it random violence, but people acting out. There are two teenagers uh, on trial uh, for uh, literally running down people in their car and killing them. And they think it's a joke. It's like, what's going on that we've lost our, our kind of moral understanding? You know, uh, and with that restraint 
are gone, anything can happen. And that's why a lot of people around the world are, are feeling concerned. And uh, concern is probably not the right word. Dread, a sense of dread. What's going to happen next? So, if we step back a little bit, we can see this a little bit on a political level that this was part or is part of the game plan is to create so much violence and fear. uh, And uh, fear is probably the right word. that people are willing to give up their autonomy and their clarity and their freedom for the illusion of safety that a, quote, new world order would bring in, which it will never do. It will bring slavery, but that's actually not the point. The point is people will sacrifice anything for the illusion of safety. And perhaps in the world today, it's good to know there is no safe space. Okay. Except for one thing. And that safe space dwells within you as you. So it gives us an incredible opportunity to understand about that safe space that dwells within us as us, which is the light of God as it manifests as love within us. When people are in terror and in fear, that space, our connection with that space gets teared up. So we have terror and we have teared up and they're connected because we, we can't, our ability to access this that space uh, in the usual way, diminishes. But we do have the ability to access the space, and that's called prayer and meditation. So this is giving us all an opportunity to access that space of peace and of love as and of the dance of God as our core being. But we actually need to use some tools. One is getting more consciousness to understand we're all one. The other one is knowing that love is a primary emanation from us that we can access. And in this kind of situation where the outer world is so fragmented, by meditating and praying, we are given the abilities to touch into that place of truth where we understand God dwells within us as us, love dwells within us as love, peace dwells within us as peace, And our job in this time of terror is to re-access this sacred space within us, which helps us remember who we are. Because without that, we're open to basically 
demonic activities in which you can see all around the world. And it's played out in different ways, but it's happening all around the world. And so that's our task, is to get people to meditate and pray for inner and outer peace. So we have the the <clears throat> World Peace Meditation every uh, uh, Sunday night at 6.15 Israel time. <clears throat> we also have the Peace 21, which equinoctial solstice, and we're really asking people to meditate and pray for peace every day. And we have a regular visualization meditation for doing that. Um, and I'm certainly not the only one that's doing that. There are other groups that are meditating and uh, for peace, and it works. We have the power to create this, to make it happen. So this is forcing us, <coughs> excuse me, in a good way to begin to access that inner truth and bring it back to the outside is outer truth. Rather buying this mass confusion and terror and hate, which is a false reality uh, that separates us and creates a very difficult world. So I'm going to just invite Richard in for his comments about this. This is a really important issue. So Richard, come on in. I I agree with you. It's a critically important issue. And isn't there a uh, character in the Chinese language that means crisis and also opportunity? There may be, but there's a character in this world called crisis and opportunity. We're 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 at right now. I just have to get something to drink. Okay. Anyway, I totally agree with Doctor Cousins. And uh, it's like humanity is in a test time right now. Um, how are we going to react to what's going on? And, and one of the things that I want to get his comments on are that a lot of the people that are advocating genocide against one group or another, against primarily uh, Jews or Muslims or Christians or all three or whatever, they're very religious people. And how can you be religious and hate everybody at, or the bad guys at the same time? It's a really important question, and it brings up the difference between a belief system where you're hating evil and inner contact, like Gabriel's talking about, with unconditional love, which changes everything. It's not limited to the intellect at all. So I'm agreeing with what you were saying, Gabriel. Okay. So the most important thing here is we change our perception from the outer world to the inner world. That's and right. It, everything it around me. Go ahead. Go ahead. It doesn't require understanding huge volumes of literature. You know, the, the inner reality is there. And the test that we're in is can we bring that into 3D life right? instead of just talk about it? Now, what I'm going to say is that can, but we must. Yeah, it's like there's no it's option. It's a little urgent. That's right. 
in fact, the, the leaders of the countries at this point with the technology widespread to wipe out life on the planet, the leaders are going to need extraordinary wisdom and courage and perception. And ultimately, that doesn't come from any place except inside. You have to make the connection with God real, not just something you fight about who's right. Right. And we're not seeing a whole lot of that in the world right now. Yeah. And and that has a good side to it, which is that it makes it up to the people themselves, us, and the millions it's an opportunity for us to step in and bring this light to the world. Sure. Rather than think some, some leader in some country is going to do it. They're really, um, I'm going to say, a pathotonocracy. You know, we're looking at a very high level of pathology in the world today. And uh, they're among the leaders. And then, of course, it affects everybody. So we can affect everybody by going, uh, by shining that light. That's that's the point I'm making. That's right. And anybody that connects internally in the way that you're talking about, they can't possibly comply with immoral orders of any kind. That would be over. So... This is what we're facing, and that's what we're urging people to do, is take on the power of this inner light and love. Empower yourself rather than disempower yourself by going into fear and terror. And be leaders of holding, holding this understanding and therefore help us change the world. the whole philosophy that you're talking about with the world peace meditation. It's it's a changing of a way of being, not just for half an hour a week, but all the time. So it's up to us. Now, how do you do it in a world that is broadcasting terror, hate, fear, 24 and 7? How do you do that? And you know, for me, it's it's the, I'm going to call it the six foundations. Uh, it's it's creating a way of life that leads you to uh, a peaceful inner being. We want to eat food that's going to create peace in us. Uh, without going into the details of that, that you know, from my point of view, my research. That's going to be 100% vegan diet and at least 80% mine. Then we want, to minute, we want to fast. That really quiets the mind, helps you get in touch. And then sacred dance, Tai Chi, Chi Gung, different forms of yoga, uh, breathing exercises, all these actually help quiet the mind. And, and service and charity, some people... By serving others, their heart opens up and we feel our oneness. It's very powerful. Listening to different spiritual teachers, kind of like what we're doing now, is another way of empowering yourself. 
then meditating and praying and tuning into the spiritual energies are ways to begin to activate this, to access and activate this awareness. That's what's important here for us to do. Um, relationship, trying to uh, increase the love in our relationship, trying to, to build intimacy, actually almost as, well not almost, but as a spiritual path. Uh, in a world where human relationships are tending to get, uh, again, to deteriorate, having good relationships with your family, with your sacred other, and, uh, and the circle coming from out of that is very, very important for setting a tone of peace and love. Because if you can be peaceful and loving with your sacred other and your family circle and your friends, that creates a wave, like a, a pebble in a pond that begins to radiate out and affects everyone else in a good way. These are very uh, basic uh, ways that we have to make this happen. And then peace with the environment, uh, I call it sacred ecology, where we feel our oneness with all creation. Uh, the Native Americans talk about Omidakuasid, and that's, in a sense, peace with the rock people, the living planet, peace with the plant people, peace with the flying and swimming ones, and peace with humanity. So we have that way of going about it. Uh, so it's peace at all these levels, peace with the community ultimately too. Right now, we don't, the world is, is really having non-peace with the, the, uh, with the community, except you know, small group, but we want the world as one community. And then ultimately peace with God. So when we see all those and bring them together, we actually have a way of life that brings that inner, helps us access the inner peace that's always there. They say, the truth and love and peace dwells within you as you. So the techniques, the way of life is really what I'm talking about, is there for us to follow. If we stay with that, we're going to be creating the inner peace for us, which then radiates out to other people. So, what do you think, Richard? Yeah, I think, <clears throat> excuse me, one of the main questions that comes up with that is in a violent world, if people are attacking each other and advocating genocide and world rulers, as we see, are saying, we have to have a major war now because God ordains it, you know, we're... we're Every side is saying we're on the side of light that God loves and the other side is dark. When we're surrounded by that, as well as local crime, people acting very badly. A lot of people might think that if you advocate peace, you're at a disadvantage. You have to be meaner than the other guys to survive. And I think what this brings up is 
how, how do you positively affect other people when they're in a completely bad state? And you'd, you'd mentioned experiments with meditation in the cities where the uh, crime rate dropped. And I think that needs to be looked at in more depth because what that's saying is that those violent criminals who were not part of the meditation consciously, their behavior was changed by the people going into peace. And I think, you know, we can say that and it goes right over people's heads, but there's so much power in that. It's an answer to what I was just talking about. It doesn't mean that, you know, if you get carjacked, you just let yourself be wiped out or let your family be attacked or anything like that. It doesn't mean lie down and be a victim, but what it means is actively do things that are going to change the behavior of the people that have no concept of peace at all, and they don't have to. They're still affected. So can you talk about how that happens? Well, I think that one thing I want to comment on is a statement you make is that you you have, you didn't say this, but it's implied, yeah. you have a moral and spiritual responsibility to preserve life. And it starts with your life. Yeah, and to avoid conflict when you when it's possible. Right. Stay out so of that circumstances. We're not saying don't defend yourself. Right. Uh, but we're saying be proactive in taking care of yourself, but also taking care of people around you. So as we do the inner practices, which is what I just outlined, then the work is to bring it into the outer world and people are affected by kindness. People are positively affected by good actions, by loving actions. So beginning to, you know, step by step, begin to increase this activity in the world of good actions. They don't have to be huge events. They're just you know, smiling at people when you walk down the street, that actually has an effect. <clears throat> because when somebody doesn't feel good about themselves, gets smiled at in a good way, it actually builds their self-esteem. because It means they're worth being smiled at. And so I'm, I'm looking at very little things, a little courtesy shown to your neighbors or, you know, people on the street, things like that all build up to, to bigger things. And we mentioned the meditation, and we mentioned the different things like that. That's what empowers us to do the little things that make a big difference. Right. I was also mentioning the hardened, violent criminals being reached without saying a word in a way yeah. that literally changed their behavior, even so, if they don't understand why. So there is very strong evidence that when people create a thought form for peace, it's an energy, just like there's a thought form for violence, which is a big energy in the world today, that when we create a thought form for peace, it actually brings people, it affects people's minds in a positive way. So we know, and I mentioned this, but the Rhode Island thing is a good example. People are meditating, creating a peaceful thing. 
for a few months, and, and just 350 people, and the crime rate goes down 43%. They weren't talking to criminals. They were creating a thought form field that was affecting the minds and the spirits of the criminals so that they didn't need to be criminals anymore. Right. Most of those criminals, if you talked to them, would have said meditation is a total joke and it's nothing. And yet they were the ones affected. Yeah, well, everyone is affected, but, you know, they were also affected in spite of their negative belief systems. Because you're creating a field. And we live in a oneness field. And when you upgrade that field, everyone gets upgraded. That's the point here. It's very important. And you don't feel like doing violent crimes. It's, it's, it, it kind of goes out of your mindset. And so I think that's the important uh, point here is even a little bit, you know, with that's a dramatic drop in violent crime, crime rate. Was that, it made it up to 49%. That's huge. And if we had teams of meditators in the, in the different states and the different counties, we would see, without a doubt, a drop in crime rate, particularly violent crime rate. Because the thought form affects people's minds. Negative thought form, negative result. Positive thought form, positive result. And that's what we're looking at around the world. That the dark forces have created a, a thought form of terror and fear and negativity, and it, it's really affecting people all over the world. And our job is to create the the, the other, the positive thought form. And some of the good news about that is that those creating positive thought form, the research shows that, that if we get one, the, the square root of 1% of the world population, about 9,000 people, consistently meditating, we would definitely upgrade the consciousness of the planet. So it's designed that a small group of people can have a major effect. That's what Margaret Mead said that in the Torah. It says five will chase away a hundred, and a hundred will chase away ten thousand. And that means that when you're coherent, your coherent field it has a much greater effect than people in, let's say, a random field. So we're creating a coherent field of peace and love. That's the beauty. The beauty is we can do it. We don't depend on politicians to do that. Anything, Richard, you want to say about that? Yeah, <clears throat> I think it's important to realize what you're, you're saying, that the stories about small groups overcoming big groups has a, a peaceful implication. It doesn't mean that you have to get violent to to take advantage of that that you know the people on the well, side I'm saying changing people's minds right and it's time to do it on a big scale yeah every That's day if yeah we, uh, with our prayers and the meditations we create 
a evolved thought form that brings peace to people's inner lives. And from that, people begin to act more peacefully and more lovingly. Right. One, one person with a strong focus has more influence than thousands of people that are scattered. Yeah. So we have the power. That's important. We are not powerless. We are not victims. We truly have the power to wake up the world. And so what's going on can be <coughs> an inspiration for waking up the world. Now, I'll add one more thing. It's clear around the world, but clearly in the U.S., that the media plays a, a role in affecting consciousness. Right. So when we see what's projected in the media, which is violence and hate and fear, um, there's not a lot of love-type scenarios uh, we're affected by it. Uh, and so we want to minimize our exposure to the standard commercial media. And right. I think that's important. We want to limit negative inputs. A limit of zero would be good. Right. So that's our responsibility too, is like, let's look at our inputs and, okay, let's listen to positive music, positive people talking, surround ourselves with positive input media. And that does help. Right. And I think the understanding to learn how to get strategic awareness, you know, the news that you want to have without being absorbed into a completely hopeless emotional energy is really important. There has to be some amount of detachment in that sense because where you hook your emotions to determines which way your life goes. Yeah, I'm not saying I think it's important to ignore what's going on. We need to know what's going on but do it in a way that it doesn't overwhelm us. Like there's certain news stuff where they list the highlights of, you know, the news events. And that's enough to get a feeling for what's going on rather than getting the editorial energies. You know, which can, that's what kind of can influence us that way too. So we kind of get an overview without going in depth if we need to go in depth, you can select and choose that. But um, that's a key, is how do you, uh, what's your skill at going through the input so that it doesn't uh, negatively affect you? And choosing positive news where you, where you are affected. In a good one. Right. So, so what's the bottom line message, do you think, for now, for humans responding to the world situation? 
the bottom line message is God dwells within you as you, love dwells within you as you, peace dwells within you as you, and our job, if we want to be on that side of, of life, is to continually access that inner world where the truth is predominant. So I bless everybody that we begin to actively do that, and you will see how it does shift your perception and experience of the world, and in turn, how your consciousness begins to upgrade the world. And every person counts. So peace be with you. Richard, anything you want to say? Yeah, I would just add that uh, we're in a test time now, opportunity time. And every one of us individually has the chance to apply what we, you know, most deeply believe in to our own everyday life. And I'm suggesting that not just for everybody else, but for myself too. You know, I've been trying to overcome what happened to me three years ago and still haven't come out of it yet, obviously. But in order to make the connection to God real, it has to show up on 3D, and it does show up on 3D. And if the results on in our physical life are out of harmony, that's a reflection of what's going on on the inside that needs to be changed. So I suggest that we all take the personal challenge and do that and we know when we're doing it right because things in the outside world start to shift. You know, those clues that we saw about the dropping crime rate and everything, that's great. But now it's time for more. You know, a lower crime rate just to point to is not going to be sufficient in this case. We need to reverse the energy that's going on. And you have a lot of power to do that. If you that's accept- the key is that we have a lot of power to do that. Yeah. When you go inside, we become even more empowered. And then we set our intent for creating peace by being peace. For creating love by being love. We can do this. And the dark side wants to convince us that we can't, and that we're powerless, and we're slaves, but that's not the truth. We do have the power to do this. We do have the power to bring increasing peace and love of being activated on the planet. So may everyone be blessed that we get in touch with the power and do it. And many of you who are listening are already doing it already, but now it's time to do more. So blessings as an empowerment to you to do it. Thank you, Dr. Cousins. Totally agree with all that you're pointing toward. And hopefully, you know, each one of us can become a better example of this actually being accomplished in our own lives. It's the bottom line of physical situations and interactions and relationships and money and everything else, you know, because what you're trying to do according to what Dr. Cousins is talking about, is become peace, love, joy, interconnection, all the attributes of God. And that's what it's about, being made in the image of God. It's not 
what color your skin is or how tall you are or what gender you are or what age you are, socioeconomic class or anything. It's the inner qualities. And when those get connected to, instead of just an intellectual belief, then the outside changes. So what I would invite everybody to do, and I'll do it with you, you know, I, I really want to jump into this in, in a way to take it seriously and say, well, not just say that was an interesting observation about the lowering crime rate and all that, but that's the clue. And now with all these situations in the world heating up and leaders calling for genocide on all sides and thinking that it's justified or that God likes that, getting ready to wipe each other out with massive weapons, uh, whether it's nuclear or otherwise, the devastation of these weapons has already been demonstrated, and we don't want to see it go any farther. So what influence can we have? There's an inner reality that we've talked about for thousands of years, and it's never really been contacted in a way that revolutionizes daily life. And I'd say it's time to do that. So I'm inviting people to do it starting now. Between now and when we meet again, choose something that you can change in your own attitude and the way that you live your life moment by moment. And I'm saying, if you're really brave, explore unconditional love. It doesn't mean approval of evil. It means the gift of energy that you're giving to everybody and the people who are really off track and sick, they need it the most. They don't need to be condemned, and you don't need to be condemned. We've all made horrible mistakes, and that's uh, part of the learning process. So now let's become who we are. And I was just talking to Doug before the show, too, about things that I never remember to mention. Um, as you know, for Lost Arts Radio, we've declined almost every money-making uh, opportunity because they don't feel necessarily completely honest, but Doug put together what feels clean. It's a, a site with some t-shirts and other um, merchandise that goes with the show, and you're welcome to access that. And you can see on the screen it's shop.lostartsradio.com, and that's available now. It's completely uh, open and accessible to anybody that would like to use it. The other thing is... Um, Again, from Doug, I started a substack that he set up some months ago. And because I've been trying not to physically die and, you know, survive and come back to life, I haven't had time for a lot of posts, but I just made one yesterday uh, about the world situation. And I'd like to share it with you. It's totally free, speaking of money. Uh, you can join for a small payment if you want, but it's also totally free for anybody that would like to just read it. And that's at um, lostartsradio.substack.com, Richard Substack. Um, it's under Lost Arts Research Institute. So I, I'm going to try to start making more posts. For me, the challenge is bring the spirit of in unconditional love into daily life, like we're talking about with Gabriel, and show that that is something real. It's not just a, one of many competing belief systems. It's real. And people know it's real by the effect that you have on them. We talk about how to do that in our weekly live meeting at planetaryhealingclub.com. And you're welcome to be with us in that, too. Originally, um, that was intended to have 
members from all over the world, and we've got a few, but we need more, and it's uh, putting into practice what the World Peace Meditation is talking about and changing focus, changing everything about your physical life. So you're welcome to come if you want to, planetaryhealingclub.com. And I think that's about it. Um, stay in touch. People um, can reach me at treeoflife.mn.co for all my articles and comments and even to reviews in this program. Right. treeoflife.mn.co Right. And I'm at richard at lostartsradio.com. So, thanks for giving us the time to be with us today. And I hope that we can all put this into practice and uh, be examples of what Dr. Cousins was trying to convey. It's worth it. And it could change the whole situation in a very short time. So, as he said, peace be with you. Blessings to us all. And let's try this radical approach of love and respect for each other. Change the whole situation. Take care, and we'll see you next show. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.